Everybody, yeah, yeah. Rock your body, yeah, yeah. Everybody, rock your body, right? South Jersey's back, all right. Hey, yeah, oh my God, the boys are back again. again. (laughs) (laughs) Brothers, sisters, everybody sing. Is that the lyric? I never knew that was the lyric. Put on a South Park voice to get (laughs) into that. Sound like Cartman and Everybody's back again. (laughs) Everybody's back again, motherfuckers. Yeah, what the fuck, Kenny? Yeah, we're uh, back with a little bit of uh, different energy coming. You know, Backstreet's back, all right. Yeah, Backstreet's back, all righty then. Oh, oh well, all righty then. We're back. We're uh, back. We thought we'd just mix it up on you guys. Hit yeah, you especially since our last guest told us to stop the singing in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, we're that like, piece of shit, whatever his name was. Yeah, he's, he doesn't. He clearly does not have a program on the Spotify app, which is where we are. Built for music. Now they're trying to make a podcast move. So we're like, let's incorporate some music. We'll probably get flagged and they'll probably tell us to get off their platform. But we, We've also been getting callers in. We'll get into this later. But we've been having callers call in. And doing the South Jersey Bad Boys theme song. They have been. And putting in their own jingles and singing into the program. Yeah. So, hey, guy, get fucked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a lot of those. Those talking shit. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Especially since we took the time and the legal resources to copyright the jingle. A lot of legal resources. A lot. We used the same lawyer that O'Reilly Auto Parts used. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly's semen in my mouth. Semen. <laughs> it's the, hey. the same guys. It's, it's the same the guy. Same old guys. Same guys. Been in Dan's mouth this whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's a little. Uh, whose line is it anyway? No, it's who's in my mouth today. Whose penis is it anyways? <laughs> but we're we're really hitting every single. We can play South Jersey Bad Boys Bingo. We should get bingo Dude. cards made. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what would the free space on a South Jersey Bad Boys Bingo card be? Uh, go to jail for free. Yeah. I mean, we we've purposely been trying to go to prison for years yeah. and it just we don't hasn't. get out of jail for free no we, we don't. go to jail for free we do and by jail we mean our own homes <laughs> yes yeah so yeah here we are dude it's getting really depressing now that it gets dark at 7 15 p.m i actually like it you do yeah you know i'm i'm, I'm done with this heat dude i'm ready for fall mm-hmm. ready for it to get a little bit crisp out throw a hoodie on yeah. sit out back fucking light a fucking blunt with my ass dude i'm <laughs> ready for it <laughs> yes <laughs> we'll put on our ugg moccasins and hold each oh, other dude i can't throw wait my feet back and let me catch a breeze <laughs> Get some flannel hoodies on and get my uh, pumpkin spice and pumpkin spice, that, you little fucking bitches. <laughs> yeah, that is the ultimate basic stuff. And I hate when people like um, talk about like Wawa now. It gets earlier and earlier every single year. Yeah, with everything now because they realize that like people are itching for it. Wawa put pumpkin pumpkin spice stuff back in their stores in mid August. I think. I I also just I don't like the pumpkin spice taste in general. It's I don't. not that it's overdone. Yeah, it's that I, I'm like this doesn't taste good to me it doesn't to me either i i don't get it pumpkin do you like pumpkin pie or pumpkin flavored things yeah i'll get into a pumpkin pie but that, it's a whole different ball game yeah dude and pumpkin seeds oh i was a big knack for eating the seed back in the day oh i bet you were dude, dude. it says a lot about what happened to you in the future yeah sucking down seeds <laughs> sucking seed down <laughs> that's how this guy does it yeah that's, on this program that's how you know <laughs> 
you're a product of your own environment and when you grow up just hosing down seed left and right whether it was sunflower seeds in the baseball dugout pumpkin seeds when carving pumpkins dudes behind turkey hill at 2 a.m oh, dude dude it doesn't matter what Forget it is it. St- sterling high school yeah behind- we're like boners galore <laughs> God, we're amazing. Holy shit. I don't know why we don't charge you people to listen oh, to dude. this. Once the Patreon starts, you guys are <laughs> in for a fucking treat. Should we start a, pa- a Patreon for some bonus boner content? Oh, my God. We would just go let us loose on the streets of South Jersey. We'll hit a new town each week and just harass the townspeople. Yeah. Where I want to go, especially around this time of year, is to Hamilton. There's a lot of freak-a-leaks down there. You remember that Petey Pablo song? Holy shit. Yeah, was, was, you think he was referring? to Hamilton, New I, Jersey? I think Petey Pablo had a little insight to Hamilton, New Jersey. I don't think Petey's ever been to <laughs> Hamilton, dude. I, I think he's got some family members down there in the Blueberry Bogs. Maybe. I, he very I was well thinking could. more of like Miami. He was probably... Yeah, down. but once Pitbull took over, he needed yeah. an escape is the thing. Some people escape to the Keys. Some people try and go out to like a retirement home in Arizona. Peter Pablo was looking at Hamilton. Yeah, you're a big Peter Pablo fan. I'll tell you what, dude. People love Pitbull. People love Pitbull. Yeah, and I, my mom went to a Pitbull concert in Jersey it's City. Mo- a lot of moms. Yeah. Uh, I have my one aunt. She loves Pitbull. It's a... Um, I don't know what it is. It's a... Um, Something, it just really, especially the Fireball song, it really grasps... Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, they just love hearing that, Mr. 305. We've often referred to ourselves as Mr. 609s, but... I mean, I I guess, as as I'm thinking about it, I kind of get it. I mean, certain songs, you know, they'll get you going, don't get me wrong, but it's like... Yeah, they get me going, yeah. Unless I'm at a club of sorts, which... You'll yeah. never find me at. Yeah. I'm really never going to flip on some Pitbull. You know what it is, and I can have specific references to it, is the uh, middle-aged white women at weddings. When a Pitbull song comes on... That's and, exactly where I'm getting the request from. And as soon as you hear the fireball, yeah. all the women just come running out onto yeah. the dance floor. And then they just go fucking wild. Yeah. They just kind of like do like the one-two step with yeah. the hand. Yeah, <laughs> like they're like they're mumming. <laughs> yeah, it's none of you can dance. The mom's mumming. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, did I fart or did you? I didn't. Was it was it the dog? Oh, very well could have been it, the dog. It might have been me. Honestly, I I don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know anymore. Yeah. No, that wasn't me. I don't think. Oh, that smelled like a dog fart. Holy shit! Am dog I? farts are above and beyond worse than anything. <laughs> I mean, they're worse than cat queefs. It's just it's really up there. <laughs> they are. Now, does she? Do you hear the farts? Oh, yeah. She rips them. Because I mean, Graham, like, that is funny. When you hear a dog fart, yeah. Graham has farted before yeah. and looked over at me and went, <laughs> I'm like, dude. He's like, you nasty motherfucker. There's nothing funnier than seeing his cute little eyeballs go like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys, um, have you ever seen Graham, like, surprise himself or startle himself when he farts? Um I I don't think he's ever startled himself because he de- he doesn't get startled too easily. But yeah. God, that would be funny. These two do it all the fucking time. They like shock themselves. Like it happens and they jump and they're like, like "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> it's a perfect decoy. Yeah, they pull out their they're gun like, and they're what? like, "What the fuck? Yeah. It wasn't me?" Uh, <laughs> you guys hear that noise? Yeah, I don't must know. be coming from outside. I'll check it out. Yeah, 
The smells emitting from my anus definitely don't smell any different than yours. Yeah, I don't know. It could have been me, honestly. I had no <laughs> idea what's slipping out of my ass these days. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know. I, I haven't been able to smell anything in years. I got a deviated septum, got a bunch of na- nasty nasal parts. Oh, how'd you get that septum deviated? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what that means. I just know I got it. The yeah. ENT down the road. Of usually, the- <laughs> usually that's that's code word for Italian broads who want to get a nose job. Yeah, that's a good way. Oh, I have a deviated septum. And, bitch, you got a honker and you're trying to get it taken care of it's okay it's real house horse of and, orange county huh and that's no disrespect to the italian community because i i love an italian broad with a with a big old nose <laughs> yeah. i genuinely I mean, i'm not even joking around i think it's very very attractive hell yeah yeah especially ones you can see like the little like ends of na- like um stray ends of nasal hair up there not that oh, definitely dude. not that that's you better really, wax that shit better bro. wax it yeah, yeah spend spend some smackaroos as <laughs> old Callahan would say. Yep, yep, yeah. I gotten some. I gotten some heat on that one. Feel like I didn't spend 150 bucks on getting my upper lip waxed. Yeah, well, you do talk a lot of shit on your wife on this podcast. Oh yeah, and then I post about it on social media, and then she's like, "What the fuck?" And then yeah. she's like, "Oh, all right." Yeah. I never do. I mean, I I love my wife, and I I my my wife. My wife. Yeah, my wife. And I only speak nice things about her on this podcast in some case pe- she listens. Some people choose to do that um, when, when she has... <laughs> yeah. the- You're like, that's an approach. That's an approach. I, I wouldn't mm. say it's the most successful. I mean, I kind of go about it my way. It's kind of like people, you know... Eh, you know I didn't... Ma, you didn't know where I was going with that. No, <laughs> I was about to say murder my, my wife. My way, Frank Sinatra. Oh, Italians oh, I didn't pick up. In, oh, the Italians Jesus. all go my way. Oh, speaking of Frank Sinatra, <laughs> I'm just realizing. Hang on, do you not know the song? I uh, no, I know the My Way song. S- give me the chorus. I did it my way. Right, you had me nervous there. You do got it, but yeah, it's let me a, think a about pitchy, it. But. It's it's one of those songs you have to like get started to like No, not at all. <laughs> it's one of those songs I would argue that you could jump right into. <laughs> I, it's the easiest song to remember. I, I did it my way. Boom, just did it. But like one you of Don't have to get warmed up. All the all the like there's all the songs that are out there and there's some that will like start playing and I couldn't tell you off the top of my head the lyrics but once it starts going I could definitely be a backup singer I could definitely fill in some gaps I think you think that because the music is playing really loud if somebody shut it off mid-tune yeah, you would sound like a goddamn asshole yeah that's where it all comes and in. we all know that yeah I do I definitely do need the karaoke screen up to just run through it let me ask you this what's your go-to karaoke song tequila Ooh, that's a good, that's a great one. Tequila, that's all you need. And just does that for minutes on end. Tequila. If you had to pick something with lyrics, though, they go, Dan, you gotta. What would you pick? Country Roads by Johnny Denver. Oh, all right. Now that's a classic. That can, is a classic. Can we play? Well, I guess we can't because we'll get pulled off the tube. We'll get pulled off. You would have to like distort the audio mm. a bit, but uh, that's not worth it. Not no, worth it. no. But um, um, even just singing it, like the the things now. But yeah, just uh, take me home, country, country roads. Road. I'll harmonize. Good. Take me home, country road, to to the the place place I belong, South Jersey, Mountain Mama, that doesn't, take me home, Collingswood. Man, that was bad. Yeah, so, I mean, just a little work on that, if I could get singing lessons, we could definitely make something out of it. Yeah. 
wouldn't it be funny if we got you singing lessons you got real good and then the that could actual, be a patreon tier right there There you go we'll get yeah. dan singing lessons dan and we'll six months of singing lessons you got to come back and do your absolute <laughs> best but, that would be all i i would genuinely be interested in that but the kicker to it is that we have to book the cheapest like vocal um uh what do you what would you coach, call somebody vocal, coach vocal, vocal coach. coach yeah we have to book book the cheapest one so that like we're undoubtedly getting one of the most like cheapest singing lessons possible i would do that we should do it you and i we do go six months then we have a sing-off at the end of it yeah but genuine like where it's like we're actually gonna really try to get as good as we possibly can at singing yeah and we would do it and um, we sing the same song and we would do it like what's the show where they have the judges facing the other way and they have to hit the button and spins them around oh um the x factor is that it no it's not the x factor it is it's not america's got talent it's not um triple is Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani and the... The voice. The voice. Man, that's we can think of the voice. Yeah. Not that anybody would have to be turned around, but they all just sit there and they have to like buzz in as like a yes. Yeah. You're going to Hollywood. That's true. Because if they see your hot body up there, they're going to be a little bit biased. So it's like, hey, turn around. Give us a, give me a fair shake. Yeah. Yeah. With with just my vocals alone. Yeah. I think that's really where I'd shine. That Yeah, exactly. For me, if anybody's not looking at me, that's where I shine. That's, <laughs> that's, that's honestly where I would shine. So if we could yeah if we could set that up we get some judges now who would who would be your all-time if it was a south jersey based competition and you got to choose three of the most notable south jersey jerseyans ever i mean who would you choose to be on that panel god who's even noteworthy in south jersey dude you got fucking joe flacco (laughs) you'd have joe flacco actually that's not a bad pick i mean who else is famous from from south jersey uh kelly ripa actually grew up in stratford really yeah old ripa old ripa which you know quincy kelly ripa kelly right i'm gonna come back to kelly ripa um she's still ripe she's in her (laughs) 60s and i mean i would still bite into that like a peach yeah <laughs> holy shit is she still ripe for the picking she, kelly is still ripping dude. yeah she's still ripping and ripen all over i would still yeah yeah um, i'd read just all over her filming <laughs> yeah i'd filming her up yeah that's uh, that's for sure oh, she's man. another south jersey i feel that man all right we're done <laughs> <laughs> she is a south jersey goddess um i'm trying yeah, to think I, of- I would say kelly ripa for sure has got to be in there now didn't realize she was from the old south jersey yeah a lot of the people you wouldn't like it doesn't even have to be from New Jersey. Just icons in New Jersey. Like, I'm trying to think. I mean, like Bruce Springsteen? Bruce Springsteen. I mean, obviously, he's like, you know, up there is from New Jersey. I'm thinking like true South Jersey, though, where it's like, who's a guy? You know who it would be? You ever watch Boardwalk Empire? Yeah. Nucky Thompson? Mm. <laughs> Atlantic City's a corrupt I, treasurer? I don't know why I said, yeah, I've never watched Boardwalk Empire. I just, I know what Holy you're talking sh- about. Steve Buscemi's character? I, I think. know Steve Buscemi's in it. Yeah. Enoch Thompson, a very corrupt politician from back in the day when swing and big band music was in. Huh. Do you know how how different, I would just love to be with somebody from a different era and they would hear us singing Country Roads and he'd be like, what the fuck is this? Damn. So, so we got Kelly Ripa. That dude, Joe Flacco, <laughs> and I would say Joe Matarese would be number oh, four. Oh, Joe Matarese. Joe it definitely would be. He'd be up there. He is the icon of uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Cherry Hill. He could play guitar. Yeah, he could play guitar. He'd give a, He'd actually give a very uh, good um, breakdown of somebody singing uh, as somebody from South Jersey. Yeah. Um, we got to get him on the pod. We do have to have him. That Next time he's down in this area, let's get him. I to, feel like he, check his Instagram. I mean, not now, but like, I'm sure he'll be back here soon. I feel like he's always oh, yeah. doing gigs in the area. Oh, yeah, yeah. He definitely would be. I think I have a gig with him 
uh, in a couple weeks. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, the, if he's back in the area, we'll have to have him on here. That could turn into a doozy. That, that's where we came up with the name, South Jersey Bad Boys. We did the show together. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. us three, and we started saying, like, oh, we're the South Jersey Bad Boys, because Joe is from Cherry Hill. That's right. That is the origin story of the name. Yeah. That's where it came from. Yeah. And then By the way, we should really double down on those shirts. Get some... I'll wear a South Jersey Bad Boy shirt. Comment in if you would as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll make that a uh, um, a notable thing in here. I'll put it right up here with some of our contact info. Please let us know if you would, because I think we can get this not only just for the podcast listeners, but out to just general bad boys in South Jersey that have no idea who the fuck we are. Yeah. We're going to start getting it out there. Do you think um, Tara would print something up for us like that? So she doesn't have a printer. She does it all like manually, but she would... She would, she do, would do something for you and I. Yeah. But in terms of mass production yeah. to sell, we might have to figure something out. We would have like one but of the... Tara, for sure, I'm, yeah. could make something for us. Damn, we could get like a gold-plated uh, bowling shirt just like... Yes, that's what I want. Limited edition. I want two bowling shirts. Yeah. Our names on the front, Dan, Brendan, yeah. you know them. Yeah. South Jersey Bad Boys on the back. Yeah. Two bowling shirts. The Blown them up. There. Yeah. They're fucking loose. They feel... Tara's got good quality. And they button up in the middle, right? Button up in the middle, of Fuck, course. So we can unbutton them if we wanted to. I yeah, mean, they, we, we could wear them every podcast. And the options are endless. Uniform. Yeah. I would put a white t-shirt under there and open it up. Well, yeah, nice little do, that do style. A little wife beater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, with, wife with beater. With the chain. Couple chains, yeah. Couple of chains. I would get a chain of the Italian flag or Italy. League. Yeah, we could start a bowling league purely off of that. Yeah. And that's how we market ourselves. I think we're... I think that's where we're missing it. We should start a South Jersey bad boy bowling team, and then we just play the podcast over the uh, um, Laurel Lane's intercom while Dude, we're bowling. I think we got a lot of potential there. I, we I think we that a... we just have such a solid name, South Jersey bad boys. Here's my new thing that I've been doing. Yeah. If I think a guy is cool, whatever, they're a bad boy. They are a bad boy. Like, yeah. I, got, I got to work with uh, Matthew Broussard. Yeah. Uh, he's the handsome bad boy. Yeah. He's you know a handsome I mean? bad boy. If yeah. they're a bad boy... The certified bad boy yeah certified bad boy they should almost be branded like a uh like yes. a cattle thing like you just certified yeah we should do that yes. to ourselves let's get a branding iron if we have a guest on then like we'll rate them and go certified bad boy yeah. we're not maybe, maybe yeah. we, i've been, call, I've been calling that in the episode descriptions once they come on they become certified like you know you you can say that you're a platinum recording artist but if someone doesn't certify it it doesn't mean anything that should be part of our patreon too is like you could have the lower tier. Then, if you want to be a certified bad boy, that's like the next tier. Yeah, yeah, you could be a certified one. And then, if somebody subscribes to one that is like a fifty thousand dollar tier, we'll actually brand ourselves with a hot iron on. I camera. will brand certified bad boy on my ass. How much would it take? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand? Would well, you go down maybe. to ten? I, yes. <laughs> well, we would have to split it in half, so five. <laughs> Good negotiator, Brendan. You're like fifty thousand. How about ten? I'm like deal. So, yeah, deal. Yeah. <laughs> would you do two and a half? Yeah. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I would brand my ass. Oh yeah. yeah. I already got a tattoo on there, and uh, it's hilarious. It's a clover. It says "Kiss me, I'm Irish." Oh really? Yeah. Damn. No, nobody sees it. Nobody. You know. Damn. Doesn't matter. You can tattoo anything you want on your ass. You could say. Dan Callahan's property. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> yeah, nobody except for Dan on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, except for all those men who might see it on the weekends. Does your mother know you have that? What would she say? She does know that I have it. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I flashed. I got it on senior trip in high school, mm. and I flashed my teacher, my ass, <laughs> and he told my aunt, and a beef and beer, 
and so she wait, told my parents. This is you flashed your teacher your ass on a senior. What was it? It was a senior trip. We, oh. we got to go to Disney World. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I got a tattoo on my ass during the senior during trip. During the senior trip, and you went to Disney. It went to Disney, and, and you got a tattoo in Disney. Got a tattoo in Disney, <laughs> not in Disney, but, but while in, you were in there, Florida. Yeah. Damn, what they did on our senior trip, they they f- fucked with us so bad. They just hired us the fuck out where we were up at 7 a.m., had to be to the parks on the shuttles. We couldn't leave the parks that we were at. You had to go to one park each day. We were there for the entire week. By the time we were four days in, we were so burnt the fuck out. We're like, please don't make us do anything else. Yeah. Were, did you guys just have like an open day? Just do whatever. Just go to Disney. I think maybe we had one. We had pretty similar thing where it was like all the parks. We did the water park the one day. And then the one day we had a beach day. Yeah. And then we had a little bit of wiggle room, and we left, me and my buddy, to go to the tattoo parlor down the street. <laughs> he got tattoo that said, your name, the words, your name, yeah. on his ass. I got the clover to say, kiss me, I'm Irish, because I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> and turns out, very permanent, these tattoos these days. And, yeah, so I flashed my teacher. He's a cool guy. Yeah. I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> and then he was drunk at a beef and beer and told my aunt, thinking it was my mom, and my holy aunt, shit my aunt told my uh my mom that's fantastic it was good times <laughs> i would love to be the tattoo artist that got to tattoo the asses of two uh juveniles on their senior trip right outside of disney world yeah he's like you guys normally i just do mickey mouse ears and daffy duck and stuff but like this is different yeah you're like yeah, yeah. yeah thanks brother yeah i'm, I'm here even... for the real experience <laughs> Dude, I think I'm done with Disney. Like, I wouldn't be upset if I never went back to Disney World. I've gone two times. I think that's enough. I'm trying to think. So I've done, I did senior trip. Yeah. I went with my parents uh, and my family in the fifth grade. That was probably the best time, obviously. Yeah, I went in sixth grade with my family and then senior trip in high school. Yeah. And then actually we went to Universal, me, Sam, and my family uh, for a day. And I I didn't love it because I'm not a, I mean, it's not that I didn't love it. It was cool. It's like there's stuff to do. Yeah. But I'm not a rides guy. Oh, I really? I can't do them because I, I get sick now. I used to be like, so here's uh, one thing that happened when we went most recently, which was a couple of years ago. We went to Universal in California, which is what? Disneyland? Yeah, that's Disneyland, yeah. So uh, when we went uh, in high school on your senior trip, Harry Potter World had just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it specifically, like they had just opened it up. We went on the roller coaster. We went. It, it, it's fucking sick, dude. Yeah, Harry Potter World. So when we went back, I was like, oh, oh I've been on this. Like I, I know I'm not good with rides anymore. It just kind of throws off my equilibrium. I, I get sick. It ruins my day. Fuck. But I was like, well, I've done this one before, so I'll be fine. Like, yeah, I, I've. It's been proven. And I, I kept telling myself the whole day, I'm like, dude, if there's even a chance you're going to get sick on a ride, don't risk it. You're going to fuck up your whole day. You're going to be white as a ghost. You're going to feel like yeah. shit. So it's the first ride that we go on. As soon as it starts going, I'm immediately like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking throw up. Oh, my God. And we get off, and I puke right in a trash can. Damn. And it fucked up my whole day. Really? Yeah. It wasn't like one of those puke and rally situations? I eventually like got over it, but it wasn't even a roller coaster. It was like one of those simulator rides. That's what fucking gets me. Oh, the they don't fake re- thing. They, yeah, yeah, they don't have a true coaster anymore. No. They put you in front of a TV and they fucking they jumble yeah. you up. Now that that was cool when you got to do. You ever go on Mission Space in Epcot? Mm-hmm. That was cool when it was like the first of its kind. Like that was the first kind of those rides I went on, and I was like, this is fucking great. But afterwards, that fucked me up a little bit. I've yeah. never puked from something like that. I but- never used to either. But now, if I did. Mi- because I, I went on Mission in Space back in the day. I had a great time. Loved it. 
but I know if I did that now, I'd throw up. Yeah. It's just not the real uh, thing. Like, you need to get the wind in your face. Yes. You need to be out. You need fucking to like, knock my hair back. You yeah. Know, to fucking rock my world. Fuck, it. Fuck up my L5 on a wooden roller coaster that hasn't been inspected in 20 years. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Good old-fashioned coaster. Good old-fashioned family fun. None of this fucking I need an inside. outdoor coaster. Don't put me on a simulator in front of a fucking television and yeah. just fucking... You know, toss me upside down. That's not fun for me. Yeah, no. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna fucking toss my cookies. Dude. Yeah, exactly. It, it's the same way. Of just looking at it in real life, it is an analogy. It's like <laughs> it, getting a real life hooker versus OnlyFans. Like it's the real thing that gives you the rush. Yeah, I'm gonna Ralph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and especially when she pulls out a knife, my adrenaline goes through the roof. It's, yeah, the adrenaline's up. The yeah. adrenaline's bumping. Yeah, yeah. There's only a few rides like that. I've never gotten sick from one, but like King Ka, you wouldn't be able to do so hot on then, huh? I bet you. I'd have a better chance with something like King Dika than a fucking tilt to whirl. If there's any spinny spinny portion, yeah. I'm fucked. But King Dika is probably like ten seconds long. Yeah, it so is. I might be able to actually handle that. Yeah. I'd be, I would shit my pants. But yeah. I just can't believe like theme parks are just. It, it's crazy to me how long people wait in line. King Dika was the longest line wait I have ever been in for any ride at any amusement park. It was close to four hours, and that I, I never did it. We did it one time, and I did it one time, and I was like, it's crazy how it, like, sometimes the momentum doesn't carry, and the coaster doesn't even go over the hump at the top. It'll just shoot back down backwards. That is terrifying. Yeah, because it's it's all purely, it just shoots you really fast, and then once it shoots you out, like, it's just pure momentum from there, and, you know, all, like, physics and science, like, you know, stuff that nerds pay attention to. Oh, my God, forget about it. Yeah, no, like, just get a diesel-powered thing, sending that thing over with a fucking coal roll going behind it. That's the type of amusement park. I want, yeah. but but yeah, it wasn't worth it. it. Was ten or fifteen seconds. It was cool, but it's like I'm not going to do that again. I yeah. haven't been to Six Flags in a while, but I feel like I, I'm due for a Fright Fest. You ever go to Fright Fest? Yeah, Fright Fest. Uh, I have never been to. It sounds like um, something that you would be into. It sounds yeah, like especially now something be- that you might be banned from. Yeah, it does sound like something I could potentially get banned from, and especially now. Do you remember the old man that was dancing in the Six Flags sure. commercials? They actually just have his skeleton around Fright Fest now. They just walk around with his dead corpse and skeleton. It's pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it really gets my blood pumping. Yeah. Um, it, it's a sight to see, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I went one time to that. Uh, last year we went to like the penitentiary to do their their fright stuff rachel's not huge in the halloween i do want to go to the penitentiary i I heard that's cool that is cool we did last year and i I think i was talking about it last year too after we did it because it is a theater majors like uh time to shine because that's the one thing that is really weird about those things is i don't like the fact that there's grown men that (laughs) dressed up in these costumes that are jumping out trying to fucking scare you yeah because if all of a sudden you stop and you go hey like and you look at them in the eye and you make it you're like hey the, uh the jig is up <laughs> the jig is up and you make them feel real awkward yeah yeah you just that's got good stuff you got to out psycho them that's what a lot of like confrontations to see with people in public they're like if you just out psycho the person that's freaking out on you they'll like they'll, they'll immediately back down so yeah. if you just play if once you get old enough and you ex- you like tell yourself like this is a guy who has a job <laughs> it gets real 
creepy and not in like a scary way and like oh my god like this is actually pretty fucking corny yeah yeah Yeah. they do stick really hard to the characters um like i don't like that yeah break character yeah i was like just break character i was like you don't make you break character what they do there is that they have people walk around and they like pretend that they're an inmate at the penitentiary or that they're a prison guard there and they have an entire backstory and all this stuff i was like just you can do the scary part and just act like a freak of nature to people and scare them. That's perfectly fine. When you start going into, I've been working here for 37 years. The yeah. year is 19. I was like, all right, just cut all the... It, it's a lot like that uh, Wild West South Park episode yeah. where they're in the little uh, town, like the, the old 1862, and the people won't break character. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I'd love to go to something like that, another good Patreon idea, <laughs> and just try to make the guys laugh. Just and be like, yeah. I'm going to make you fucking break character. Yeah. Because it's creepy when they don't. It's like, look, dude, no one else is looking here. Acknowledge to me <laughs> that this is your fucking job and that you're going to go work at Chick-fil-A tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You know, just... It, it's that you just, signed up for this at a fair inside of like yeah. an auditorium somewhere and you, you filled out a paper application to play security guard number seven. Yeah. And like, just acknowledge it for right. me. Right. Yeah. That's definitely what it, and you know what in the penitentiary I'll give it to them they do monetize the shit out of it not only are you paying for your ticket in there they have um, drinks in there they have like food stands and they incorporate it into the overall theme yeah. they actually have like a small little nightclub that's like styled like in the 1920s and 30s that's cool and you can sit there it's like a cabaret and you can sit there and watch people perform they're like singing and like doing like in character stuff but like yeah. there was somebody that was attempting doing like stand up like old school stand up oh, really? it was kind of funny cuz he was in character and he was like talking like one of those yeah see like one of those types right. of people um they did something similar i i saw this show in new york with uh, Samantha it's called sleep no more mm-hmm. it was a play um a play thing on Macbeth, hmm. like a, a, a twist on it or something, but you go into this giant apartment building. Yeah. And it, the whole thing is taken over by mm. this production, like, you know, of, of the play. And um, they're all in character. They do not break the entire time. And, and what you do is you follow them around. It's not like a necessarily a jump out and scary thing. You follow them around, like, as the play is happening you're integrated in it really and they don't break character and they act like you're not there and you're kind of walking around like a ghost right <laughs> that's wild but they can interact with you yeah you can't interact with them so they can grab your hand and pull you in a closet and tell you some spooky story or oh, fucking Jesus shake Christ. your bird or whatever the hell a little doing. seven minutes in heaven huh <laughs> <laughs> damn right yeah. so it is uh really creepy and i want so they it's also very graphic like at huh. one point we're in there, me and Sam, and I'm walking around. Like you could split up because all different rooms are shit that's happening. So the cool thing is, you can come back to each other at the the end of it yeah. and have a completely different experience. Like oh, I saw this, I saw this, and you go to different rooms and there's different things happening. Huh. So um, the the one scene that I saw, there's like a dude and a chick that are. Uh, in this room and he's getting out of the bathtub and he's fully naked. Yeah. Dick is just out. <laughs> really? And he's a young man, probably my, my age. And he's walking around. There's fucking 50 people surrounded him. Cause we're all just watching the play. His fucking soft dick is out. <laughs> and I just want, like if I could go back and just go <laughs> and just <laughs> like, buddy, you got to laugh at that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're just a ghost coming around and you just get to go up to people and just, just fucking... smack it and look at him and go, Hey, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you are not Macbeth. <laughs> you say it right now. <laughs> just smack it right in the head and just hit him right in the bird. Yeah, that would be worth getting kicked out over. Yeah. Well, we could do something similar to that, just kind of go rogue with it a little bit. We can do a bunch of mushrooms and just hang around a Patco station and pretend that people don't see us. Well, you're probably going to be doing that regardless, so you <laughs> might as well film it. That's how I spend my Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, but now football season's back, so I can't be doing that Ooh, on Sunday. Priorities, priorities. Yeah. Are you in any of the uh, fantasy leagues? Do you, have, do you fantasize about men on a team that you oversee? Or? No, I'm, I'm done with fantasy leagues, dude. I did them for years. And every single year, I'm just one of those guys, hate to say it, you guys are going to shit on me, but I would start out really strong, I get disinterested halfway through the season, I don't put in my lineups, and I lose money every year. So I'm yeah. like, dude, all I want to do is sit and watch the Eagles on Sunday. Yeah. That's all. That's it. So don't do the fantasy team. It's too much. I got too much going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I would pay attention to the stuff. And that was my downfall. It's like, I would actually try and pay attention and look at who's doing what. I would watch games that I could give a fuck less about. Why am I watching the Bengals versus the Browns to see what their backup wide receiver is yeah. doing? I mean, like, look, I get it. Fantasy is fun, but yeah. it's, it is a, it's just too much for me. It is. And then I don't start somebody and they get like just the classic downfalls of it. And I just hated giving myself that type of anger and then having to, you know, take it out on the stray cats. Like, yeah. It's just a fucking thing. So now I'm just doing just a pick em league. You just straight up pick the winners. You can weight your picks and stuff. So that's at least nice. I would get in on a pick em league. Those are fun, like on a weekly basis. Yeah, you just yeah. pick the winners and then you actually have to weigh weigh some of your picks. You have to pick a five-point winner, a four, three, two, and all the other ones are ones. So if your five-pointer loses, somebody else could pick up five points. Like that makes it interesting. So you can pick ones that you definitely know are going to win. Yeah. And then if they lose, then you really want to fucking go off on somebody but we used to do that in our office and it was a lot of fun to yeah. pick them leagues because like if you win all of a sudden like it was such a big uh pool of people you could win like yeah 500 bucks good nice chunk of change yeah. yeah see it's always fun doing that when you're doing well it's great but it is comes down to it like gambling like you remember when DraftKings and FanDuel were separate companies i think they're the same thing now they might be everyone's all over. i mean like, yeah. everyone is a degenerate gambler these days because it's just so accessible that they've ingrained it into our culture so much that it's just like oh yeah you want to do that go right yeah. ahead and they do things to make it easy too i, I actually haven't downloaded i'm like maybe one of the only people that does not have like fan duel or something i don't do like it that. either um. <laughs> because i know that it'll just be a slippery slope for me yeah but they get you because they're like oh you know, you sign up, we'll give you $100. The, the way that they get you with that, though, because is you, the, you they, can't withdraw what they give you. It's only for play. So, like, you can use it to win money and everything, but you would have to get what they give you. You would have to win with it. And then their withdrawal limits, you would have to have at least a certain amount in winnings, like 150 which isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things. But, like, you'd have to put up nearly that much money in order to take out that. So, But that's how they get you started, is my yeah, point. Is yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like here you go, this is fun, because you think, like, oh, it's free money. Yeah, but they know that most likely you're going to fucking lose it. Yeah, <laughs> so. and then you're like, well, I'll fucking bet again. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't have it any any. It's a goddamn either. casino on your phone. Yeah, it's on your phone, just right in your pocket. It's just every single casino has their own app. If you have a casino app on your phone... I really hope that you get the help that you need because that's a fucking problem. Yeah. Betting on sports is one thing. Staying up until 3 a.m. to bet on Korean table tennis, that's another thing. I, I mean, like, hey, d you know, do do what you want. I think it's cool. Like, some people fucking crush it. And yeah. it's like, it's fun, man. Yeah. I, I can can't see it being do it fun. Yeah. I, I just don't have the money. Yeah. Um, I don't play like that. You know, that's, look. that's good, though, because other people are like, I don't have the money, but 
I can see the potential money I could win. So I'm going to put what I don't have into it and then I'll deal with problems later. Like that's where you would run into an issue. Brandon don't play like homie <laughs> and homie don't play like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I venture to say now that I have done a little bit of my own conducted my own research, I'll say of um, different things outside of the realm of alcohol and gambling. And there's a lot of things out there that are illegal or not legal federally that is not as bad as alcohol and gambling are. I, I can say that for sure at this point. Um, the degenerate gamblers and like extreme alcoholics yeah. are like, that is a fucking like disease. And you don't usually see that with some people that, you know, just pop a couple shroomies here and there. Yeah. You know? But, uh, very true. Yeah. New Jersey might legalize that though. So we'll see what happens. That's interesting. It's, I never thought that Jersey would be on the forefront of legalizing some of the stuff that they have. They did wait. Not that they're the first, but they're, I mean, they're they're at the head. They waited for some other states to roll it out a little so they didn't seem so fucking crazy. Um, But I think the people that did start with that, the Oregons of the world, the Colorados, people were like, these people are fucking nuts. But now we're like, yeah, I hope New Jersey passes that. Because at this point, like, I, I feel like mushrooms are the new Coke. Like, you can't trust any cocaine or any of that stuff anymore. You're gonna end up touching it and going into a uh, you know some type of uh, like respiratory attack. Well, that, that's that kind of sucks about that if they're getting diluted in that way. Yeah, yeah, these cartels ruining our cocaine. That's uh, the effect that they're having on our economy. But uh, thanks a lot, Biden. Yeah, thanks a lot, Biden. Your cocaine, yeah. The White House, yeah. Shouldn't be saying your son's got all that. the good cocaine to himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you heard it here from Dan, yeah. not me. Will toilet flush <laughs> myself because I have a job. Yeah, Brendan has no uh, biases towards any of those things, but I I've only can say that from experience. Um, speaking of these gambling things, we'll play our um, uh, voicemail from our uh, correspondent on the Eagle side of things. Correspondent. But I did see an article. This is fantastic. Um, did you see that DraftKings had to apologize for sports betting offer referencing 9-11 terror attacks? Did you happen to see this offer that they made to oh my God. the the uh just vast sea of great people that daily uh use DraftKings on the daily did you see this offer? No. so they put out uh, a parlay you got to hit three for the parlay to uh, to match this is what they put out there they put out a never forget parlay where you had to bet on all three new york teams winning on 9-11 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and they called it never forget you needed the mets the yankees and the jets to win that's like that diner menu we pulled up last year yeah which baffles me because they it's still and this is DraftKings. like this went through multiple rounds of approval and people yeah. signed off on they it go, oh yeah this is gonna be huge every single year i i stand behind it on DraftKings because i think the average DraftKings user probably would enjoy that there was probably multiple people that betted on that parlay um, they're they're all over that. It's the people that are getting mad about it are people that aren't on DraftKings. I'm not on there, but you I'm know. surprised it didn't land. Much like the plans. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. Now that that's something that the DraftKings user base can get behind. Who really thought this thing was gonna take off? Yeah. <laughs> took off but didn't quite land what can you do come on um but they had to apologize for it their apology was just like we apologize for the parlay we respect a significance in our day blah 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 but they put it out there on their own thing and did you pop on a twitter on 9-11 yesterday by chance mm, probably seen around some stuff i'm not big on twitter but like i scroll through for yeah. news and stuff golly dude it is just 
it is riddled with just conspiracy, like wild conspiracy. Really? Theories. Has it changed yeah. that much since uh, Elon changed it no, and took I, over? I guess it's about the same. And like, I see it on both ends where it's like, you, you see something happen in the news where it, let's say it's like um, a Trump indictment. Yeah. You, I see these wild, like these wild takes on in support of him and uh, the most wild takes on, um, the, on the opposite end, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, you just see these two extremes all over Twitter all day. Whatever the topic yeah. is, like, that's trending, you see the most wild shit where it's like... I, I, didn't, I can't even give you a good well, example right now, but... I will say that I did see an uptick uh, this year compared to years past of conspiracies around 9-11 on 9-11. Like, there was active the, conversations so the, all over. The, that was all my Twitter feed yesterday. It was yeah. like... Donald Trump called into in 2001 about the architecture of the 9/11 buildings and he has all this experience and like hmm, interesting that he called this all these years ago then the other end would be like he's a fucking idiot he wasn't even there and like that call was not even on that day and blah 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 and you're like man like it is yeah. it was just all of that that's like I'll still no go good on. stories oh. no good stories about like the no. real heroes of that day it's just all become completely flooded with conspiracy shit but even anything on that day like I, I every once in a while I'll see a unique thing like today I actually saw one which I'll, I'll mention but like um, as far as all the stuff it's a lot of just like standard pandering like people just oh sharing God. a generic photo of this just to say like hey i'm sharing this it's 95 like, pandering God. which is why i hate twitter yeah that and uh, companies doing it any type of brand gets involved with any significant day anymore that's all it is um i did see for the first time i've never seen this it randomly came up it's funny my youtube thing i have not looked or actively searched out 9-11 video content in years but that's all i've been getting in my youtube stream around this week was just like this person's video of it, this person's video of this, and the one that came out today that I actually watched, they finally got me. YouTube finally got me with the hook. Hmm. It happening while Regis and Kelly were live on Regis and Kelly. Really? I've never seen this Speaking before. Speaking of it, South Jersey legend, that's funny. Yeah, South Jersey legend was on there with Regis Philbin, you know, and they're just breaking down what they're seeing. They're like, they literally walk onto the set and they sit down and they're like, uh, some people, you've been, you've been in the, the studio now for, I can't do a Regis Philbin voice, but it just sounds like he has like some nasal congestion. He's just like, oh, you've been sitting in the studio, you might not have seen this, but uh, there's a building, there's a terror, a terror, not a terror attack, he said the World Trade Center the plane flew into it. I don't know if it was by mistake. Maybe it was uh, on purpose. Oh, just, they, they just continue to broadcast? They continue to broadcast, but they were like doing a play-by-play -play of what they're seeing, and it's just showing the towers. And then a few oh minutes Then a few minutes so they later, the second plane? Th yeah. they didn't show it live, but they came back to it. Like you hear someone snapping their fingers in the background, like their producer off to the side, and then you just see the wow. video come up, and the whole audience starts gasping. But like all I could picture was that there was a guy on the side holding up a gasping sign to the studio audience. Yeah. Like yeah. gasping, they're all like, <gasps> like, they're they're just, like, "Hey, shut the fuck up! This is live," <laughs> and they don't know what to do. It's so wow. funny because in two thousand one, right, there was no live streaming, there was no, po I mean, live TV. But like, how often did Regis Philbin get the opportunity to broadcast or do a Dude, play? Dude, that by must play? have been so wild. Like they're in the studio. Yeah, they, you know, a lot of people did not know at first. They're like, I don't know if this plane accidentally yeah. the building. Like no one knew what was happening. And then so they got the cameras on that. And then all of a sudden, if you're shooting live yeah. and then all of a sudden you see that second plane fly into that building. Yeah. What the fuck is going through your mind? Yeah. Yeah. You, especially they must have been so close. 
They were probably pretty close to there. I don't know yeah, if I that episode... if they could see it from their building. Yeah, I don't know if they could, um, uh, how close they were to it if they ended up finishing the episode. They just showed the very beginning of it. I know they had Joan Rivers on that day. But, like, literally as they're going, they're like, okay, so we're going to get back to that, but we got Joan Rivers coming up. The, cl- the audience is like, yes! Like, it's... Oh, my God. Imagine being Joan Rivers. She's like, God damn it. She's dude. like, God damn I it. make these people laugh. She's like, George Bush couldn't have planned this to be on any other day. Yeah, yeah. that's probably something in hindsight if they knew what was going on in full but there were a lot of conspiracies i've been reading that have come out which kind of don't make a lot of sense the tower seven one is a pretty convoluted one but it's basically the building next to the twin towers that collapsed and no one didn't have any it. yeah no one talks about it. it's like how did that collapse it was there it had nothing to do with the attacks um the whole donald rumsfeld thing where they yes. reported on the missing money the day before but the, i think the biggest one i've seen repeatedly uh, over the past few days is the passport of one of the hijackers that yeah. they found how do you find the passport of somebody from the plane just in the debris with like perfectly intact no wear issues on it it's yeah. just there yeah that 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 is absurd yeah there's multi- a multitude of other ones but that one just stood out to me it's like oh yeah we were just digging through the debris and here's his passport it's yeah. like we got know. him yeah <laughs> we got him yeah you guys don't you worry about it yeah it's, that's wild yeah yeah th- there's so many interesting uh unanswered things about that day that will truly we probably will never know or if we do it'll be a hundred years from now, like the JFK assassination. Well, did you see there was a development in the JFK assassination? Ooh, hit me with it. Juicy one. A Secret Service agent who was in charge of protecting Jackie Kennedy at the time has finally come out. He's probably in his mid to late 80s at this point. I mean, I'm surprised he's not dead. I thought they were all dead. That's why he was talking about, like, throughout the Oliver Stone documentary, which I believe is still on Showtime. It might be on Hulu. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, so I, I think... In that documentary, there's a lot of people and other books that have been written by folks that they don't want to come forward and talk about it because they thought they were going to be killed by the government. Like, they've been terrified to speak out about it. I think that explains why a lot of stuff from that hasn't come out. Well, imagine if if they are a person that thinks yeah. that they are the one that killed the president. Yeah. They're like, well, they're not going to give a fuck about killing me yeah. if, I'm, plus, if I whistle below this thing. Plus, they killed Lee Harvey Oswald. They killed Jack Ruby. They killed the president. They didn't give a fuck if it killed the, the governor that was in the car with them, Governor Connolly. I mean, it hit him, and he I think he survived. Um, but what happened was this Secret Service agent that was in charge of protecting Jackie Kennedy has come out and said that the magic bullet that the whole Warren Commission based their entire findings on of this whole bullet that was perfectly intact that made like seven complete entrances and exits out of people and went through doesn't make sense at all this secret service agent said that he found the bullet on the the back of the limo and he put it on jfk's stretcher and that's where he put it and where they were supposed to report that they found it right that doesn't make sense because the bullet went through jfk and ended up in Connolly. so if it was on jfk's stretcher it, that the whole story doesn't add, mu- add up and it blows out the entire Warren Commission. So that's the one development that, like, well, that's a guy that was there. Yeah, but haven't they known that? Haven't they known that, like, the bullet being found on the stretcher was such an absurd thing that oh, it was, was clearly yeah. planted there that, like... And the amount of people it went in and out of the possession from, um, Oliver Stone breaks it down in that documentary. Yeah, I, I watched the documentary. It was yeah. really good. So he's like, how many... It kind of looks like a library book getting checked out. It shows how many people were in possession of that bullet. And, like, the people that yeah. it goes to, it just doesn't make sense why they would have it intact, all this stuff. So I, I think the entire thing is eventually or hopefully can be debunked. They haven't even declassified all of the stuff. Like, well, that that's what we're waiting on. It's like they've had multiple opportunities 
Trump was actually supposed to. And he didn't. He had yeah. the opportunity. He did not for some reason. The administration before him did not yeah. for some reason. But um, it, it seems like almost everybody widely accepts at this point that it's like, all right, the Warren Commission and all that stuff, clearly bullshit. Yeah. But, like, nobody knows for sure exactly what happened. And tell us. Yeah. So it's like everyone now, it seems like, believes that what was told obviously was not the truth. But we, we just don't know what the truth is. Yeah. was yeah but uh, why will they declassify yeah that? yeah i think they just lay out the papers for them on a table when that whenever a new president comes in they're like hey here's all that information if you want to declassify it go ahead but just know what you'll have coming they they say yeah. without saying if you want to go right ahead and then yeah. no one you know picks that right but um yeah i, I if we could just make a trade-off like if well, we the people can give them something for them to declassify let's make a proposition you know what i, I was just thinking about is that it, it kind of makes sense if you are the president and then you get the opportunity where it's like you can be the one to declassify this yeah but let's say again w this is all speculation we're just you know talking shit here yeah but um let's say that it was like the cia that that killed jfk yeah and and people are going to blame that obviously on the government and like oh my god look at this there's going to be this uproar yeah and while you're president yeah. You don't want that to happen while you are the guy yeah. where it's like everyone's going to rebel against your government that you're now trying to run. Yeah. It's like a teacher not in control of her classroom. It's just kids going wild and it's like, now calm down here. Yeah, just you, you being a teacher and be like, hey, by the way, your principal is fucking killing people. <laughs> and now, don't get upset. Don't get upset. I got this. Yeah. Got it under control. Just watch the movie. Just yeah. here, let me distract you. Do you want some gummy bears? We got this bowl of candy. Just yeah. watch. Watch that movie. Yeah. Right. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, that definitely probably could be one of the, the things coming back. I, from, I think yeah. we'll find out about aliens before they reveal that declassified information. Because the alien stuff is still is still developing. Like it's an active, ongoing thing, and eventually they'll make themselves known. When it comes to all this stuff in the past, government conspiracies to kill JFK, to kill Biggie and Tupac, all that stuff, it's like kind of embedded in there, and you got to drag it out of people and classified stuff. And how you can get somebody to sign off on that is going to be extremely difficult maybe one day somebody's gonna go in there that's like it's a very famous bill burbit but i agree with it. he's like you gotta elect the guy that's crazy and wants to you know just declassify nuclear codes he's like that's who you want to get in there because yeah. they're gonna release all this fucking information that was that was <laughs> that was the plan with trump i feel like and he yeah. didn't do it so right, right. <laughs> Well, let's check in with our Eagles correspondent here. Yeah. Let's uh, let's see what he's got to say. The Eagle, we meant to do this in our last episode. Eagles are obviously now 1-0, but we did have a um, uh, check-in from our dedicated Eagles correspondent, Anthony. Let's see what he's got to say about just the upcoming sports, not only just the Eagles, but the um, uh, Philly sports in general. All right, guys. I got you guys again. Put me on your podcast two times in a row because you haven't heard my voice. I know everybody on this podcast misses me. I'm going to do a motherfucking South Jersey bad boy. Hey. You know yeah. I know. <laughs> I've been wanting to do it the whole time, you know, on this podcast, and I, and I did it. You know, thank you guys. A long time ago, you guys shouted me out. A year ago, actually. It was almost a year ago. You guys shouted me out. <laughs> Where's the um, date? i got to get my fucking education up. Uh, get my, uh, you know. Uh, your education. My education on these eagles. And uh, we got to get this. We got to get the season going. 2023 is on. Uh, got to get our 53 men team, uh, and uh, yeah, man, we're going for that fucking Super Bowl. We're gonna win, and the Phillies, we're gonna get back in that World Series. And the Seventy Sixers, they better not choke again, okay? They better get in that motherfucking playoffs in the finals, okay? 
Um, let's go, man. It's a Philly season. It's a Philadelphia season. We're going to get it. We're going to win. And I, I, I feel very strong about these teams. And uh, hopefully, you know, we uh, we look good. All, all three. Oh, I forgot the Flyers, too. Can't, can't forget them. But um, anyway, so... You know, let, let's uh, let's watch these games, man. Let's just see who, you know, who we got ahead of us, and uh, you know, nobody beats the Eagles, man. Let's fucking go, you know. I'm kind of upset about uh, I didn't do a voicemail about you know being Still upset got about a couple seconds left, losing, <laughs> choking on that damn cheese, fucking Super Bowl bullshit. Choking but on that damn cheese, is, you know. <laughs> what I say, I said we're going to Super Bowl. You know, when I fucking said it, I meant it. Yeah, he so, was right. I think we're gonna go, we're gonna go in the Super Bowl this year, and we're gonna win and. You know, I don't know what will people say. I'm saying it early too. So anybody wants to go back to this podcast right here, go back, rewind, and just know I predicted that shit. No one's better than us. We got the whole Georgia squad. Let's fucking go, go Eagles. Well, I love I, I love the spirit. He's a guy with high spirits. Yeah. He's also just predicting all the best possible scenarios. He's like, look, yeah. We're going back to the Super Bowl. Philly's going back to the World Series. The Sixers are not going to choke. And he's like, "Go back to this podcast and listen if you think I'm." And you know, yeah. And if all any, seven of our listeners, yeah, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. I mean, he was right for the most part last but year. Good spirit, man. He's, he's a good, good spirit. spirit. Guy. Now, now, what are the odds that he is that uh, escaped convict over in Chester County? I would Just- say there's a seventy-five <laughs> twenty-five odds i i think our caller anthony here who says he's uh in virginia might be an escaped convict who uh i did have to accept a few uh either way thanks for tuning in yeah i don't care if you've killed somebody if you (laughs) i mean we don't know how you're getting wi-fi out there but yeah if he if he listens on the computer if he gets some of that time in prison and if there's any prisoners that want to listen or if there's anybody you know in prison feel free to send them this we we appreciate all of our listeners no matter what they've done we have a 12 percent uh prison podcast listener base yeah when we look at the analytics show where it comes we, from we'd like to grow that yeah we would like to grow that i think we, we could play some prisons uh pretty soon it'd be nice but yeah i think that is definitely him he's hiding out somewhere how can we like how are people dealing with that in chester county it's probably one of the biggest events that have happened over there since they incorporated those villages now i gotta apologize because i am very out of touch these days i've been super busy but so here correct me if i'm wrong yeah. is this the guy that he spider walked up the wall yeah. and then he got out that way he, and then yeah. he's been just on the loose ever since and he's a murderer is that he's a yep he's a convicted killer i don't know anything about his case or what he did all i know is that he spider walked out of the top of a prison that was a problem before fucking hilarious and they they're, they're he, so he did that and then what just hopped a fence yeah but there was barbed wire they put on top of it um, somebody tried doing that before and almost got out and they put barbed wire up there thinking it would stop How people. How the fuck did he get out? That barbed wire, people were like, oh, you just put barbed... We're not talking about barbed wire on like a fence outside of like a Wendy's or something. We're talking about prison barbed wire that's that huge like aluminum looking like massive spiral. so if you go up like that... And you're you're you facing gotta, that, yeah. yeah. You got to go back like this. Yeah, you got. He somehow got out of it. He looked like a rather flexible flexible gentleman. He's probably been doing crunches. And you in know, prison. flexible dudes better than anybody. Yeah, I, I'm rather <laughs> flexible myself. I've had a few ribs removed for unrelated reasons, <laughs> and. I mean, it would take me, even a guy that in my stature, for me to spider walk out of a prison, it would take some work. I'd have to do at least 15, 20 crunches a day. That's something straight out of fucking Dennis the Menace, dude. <laughs> yeah, so he spider walked out of this thing. He's on the run. Apparently, he's now armed and he stole a van. How the fuck did he get 
they said they said he has a 22 rifle which like how do they know that did they see him somewhere and then they they lost sight of him yeah now i haven't followed this case like a lot of um i'm sure moms out there that ran out of netflix true crime series to watch have been following wow so how long how many days has he been missing um i think it's been about two weeks now whoa which is so funny because he is probably the most wanted man in pennsylvania the northeast possibly the eastern seaboard and multiple jurisdictions and police forces cannot locate this guy yeah. and they can't catch him and that's why it always baffles me whenever anybody wants to put anything in the government's hands it's like that's all of their tax dollars going towards catching one guy who's been on the loose in these humid hundred degree days in the brush of fucking chester county yeah, and they we, can't catch him we have all the forces we have all the cars <laughs> they're like we're gonna start sending out our horses like guys I think a lack of horses <laughs> is not the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is exactly Chester County. Like, imagine if this happened in Delco or even South Jersey. Over here, it wouldn't be any skin off our back. There's convicted killers walking around just free. Yeah. Me. No skin off my ass. Yeah. No, no, no scrotum <laughs> off my dick. This is just, they're, they're walking around just. <laughs> uh, no cheese off my bird. Yeah. <laughs> No, from, no, from out Man, the off of my corpse. So yeah. two weeks—that's a very long. I mean, he's getting up there with with the old uh, the ranks of Ted Bundy. Yeah, he, and uh, he's not man. as good looking as Ted was, but um, he definitely he must have somebody helping him. I s- thought I saw reports that his sister was helping him and that well, she was going to be arrested. If yeah, I was going to say like yeah. that's immediately what you do is you look at who is he going to contact his immediate yeah. family or friends. Yeah. I wonder how he got this rifle. Maybe he got it. Maybe he stole it from somebody. Yeah. He's probably walking around in like a Jason Kelsey jersey, just completely in disguise. No one thought about it. But he's probably at the birds game last week. I honestly could probably hit that guy with my car and I wouldn't know that he was the escaped. I have no idea what he looks like. He just looks like any other guy that I would know. And like, how many people now are going to hit? Like, if that that was actually a situation, are you, wait, are you that guy? Like, what would you do? I would grab a selfie with him. (laughs) Like, you know, most people would. They'd be like, oh, track his location. Yeah, but he's a little man, right? He's a he's like five foot. Five foot, man. You would think that you would you'd catch an elf by (laughs) how funny they look when they run down the street. Yeah, hang on a second, that looks like an adult man. Yeah, now all these people are coming out of the woodwork and they're like, "Hey, your idea about using nets to catch little people is actually a good idea." Now let's implement it. I had an yeah. entire sports league set up of catching little people with nets. Netly quick. Yeah. It was actually getting some traction in some communities on Craigslist. It was, uh, you would get like 50 points for bagging one over 250 pounds. Rare in the little people community. You gotta bag that turkey. Yeah, you gotta bag them. Yeah. Some people started showing up with blow darts with tranquilizers in them. It kind of made it, it, took it to another level. Yeah. Um, one that I was behind, but Dana White stopped returning my calls. So. Yeah, well, he's busy slapping his <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah, see? That's exactly what I thought. You're gonna have a slap boxing league isn't there a league now of slapping women on the ass isn't that one like women fighters are spanking each oh, other i've been a part of that league no, <laughs> i've been purposely bending over in front of right. ripped women in crossfit gyms yeah. for years you know you just walk through <laughs> delaware county yeah, that's all i need to go to what's Bar- up bitch go to the barnabys in ridley township if you're listening <laughs> out there the manager there tracy yeah i remember um <laughs> so trace yes. so that guy's on the loose 
um it wouldn't have been you know any other day in living in south jersey if a convicted killer is walking around uh i do love all the people that are commenting if you see any like memes on facebook about it they're like you shouldn't be making fun of this this guy killed somebody that think of the victims families blah 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 it's like do you go through that entire process when you're watching all of these true crime things and you're heavily invested in the killer not the family so like let's just let's just leave it there so we, right. we can have a little little fun of a guy on the loose and do you also believe because this has been a, um, a little question floated around there, floated out around there. I've seen recently with this happening. Um, if you escape, if somebody escapes from prison and the government spends two weeks trying to catch them, how long would you give them to evade police and capture before you just say, yeah, you know what? You can stay free. How long would you get? Like if they make it a month, like, okay, you got us. You, you're I, free. I think that <clears throat> if this guy makes it more than two months, they'll get they'll start to give up just give it to them they they're gonna they're gonna pump the brakes they're gonna they're gonna slowly let off the gas but for they look really bad yeah so they're trying really hard right now for that first month maybe two months but if it goes longer than that they might go hang on a second guys uh there's yeah. been some miscalculations and we've got yeah. some false information and yeah um he's in mexico and <clears throat> there's nothing we could do yeah there's nothing we could do and then he turns up at a chili's in phoenixville a few years from now yeah, he's running a business <laughs> with dan he's he's monad's top seller this his, his name's dante or danello or something it's going to be dnd's landscaping and it's yeah. like yeah i got this guy i did not check any of his papers but he's good he's a good yeah. guy. god can he wash some dishes yeah does it really efficiently and and, uh, he lives in the woods. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I think just there should be a law that just gives you a get out of free free jail card if you escape prison and uh, yeah, you evade it, it, police. That's true. If you're out for more than a month, you should go. All right, guys. Like, hey, you got us. Yeah. He's like, all right, you got us. You're you get, fully immune. You get a free pass. At yeah. least you get a couple years off your sentence or yeah. something. Where it's like, hey. Good on you. Yeah, because this is like ultimately just like calling out the government on. Get over here, you little piece of yeah. shit. Tell me how you did it. You have a press conference and they hold up like a fake check, like a lottery winning. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, uh, no, you got us. I haven't seen a spider walk like that since 82. <laughs> yeah, they're all joking and stuff. And then <laughs> that would be fantastic. I give it a month as well. If you can make it a month without getting they're captured. They're going to start to let off the gas. Yeah. Because Bundy, I think, made it like a couple of weeks. Yeah, he escaped prison twice. The second time... And he, he actually turned himself in. They didn't even catch him. Yeah. Because he was running out of food. Yeah, yeah. He was. He's running out of people. Yeah, he was... Actually, I don't think he ate people. No, that was just Dahmer. But yeah, this guy... I couldn't live just in the wilderness like that. I'd be like, fuck. Oh, forget it. No. I'd be like, bring me back to jail, dude. I would get caught trying to sign up for a Marriott Bonvoy uh, rewards <laughs> card. Trying to get into a hotel for the night because I'd be like, fuck that. I heard a noise in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck that, dude. Yeah. Um, let's see how... I do have uh, to tinkle. Oh, you do got to tinkle. We're a little over an hour. I got... We had news stuff, but you know what? Um, let's get some... We'll keep some of this news for... Next, next episode okay. uh got a couple of hot guests coming up here oh that's right yeah we do have some coming up that'll be fun these are some timely ones that we can bring up then so we'll hold on to them but uh um in the meantime is there anything that uh you got cooking you want to let me see i got my bachelor party this weekend oh shit fucking losers i'm gonna be in boston just tearing it up with my 
family. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Who's who's going? Like, is it a? Um... It's mostly my cousins uh, and a couple of my home friends. Nice. Okay. Uh, you know, my my groomsmen and stuff. Damn. All right. So everyone, send uh, Venmo Brendan some money for. I'll put his Venmo handle up here. Everyone, Venmo and money for a uh, fucking Sam Adams. Yeah. <laughs> um. So really, don't have much. I, I have a ton of weddings this month. The one thing I will promote is my our old pal. Old Buddy fucking Harris. Oh, yeah, old Budward. Old Budward Harris. is oh. He's taping a special September 30th. I'm opening it for him. Really? Yeah, open it up for old uh, Budward Harris's special. And that's up at the Newtown Theater? Is, is that what it's called? I forget where it's at. I think it is the Newtown Theater. I think it might be the Newtown Theater. But he's, but... he's doing it with our, our pal James D. Benedetto is uh, producing it. And Jay, Jay Bird, is shooting it. He's shooting the special. Oh, old Jay Bird yeah, of the, from the That, that Rocks. Rocks podcast. Wow, look He's how everything comes full circle. Full circle. Shoot, shooting specials with Budward Harris. That's coming up. What did you Was it September 30th? September 30th. So he is uh, one of our dearest old friends in comedy who's the man. And it's going to be fucking awesome. So you should definitely get tickets and, and go to that because it's going to be a night. It's, to remember it's gonna be a night to remember he's probably the hottest dad that i know whoa any any drive well i mean <laughs> what yeah. the hell man hottest dad over 50 i should say is budward um but um he rides a harley too i mean he's like you should see him out there with his assless chaps i fucking love oh, it i drive a razor scooter yeah i'll have you know damn now that's more my speed that's um right. i will unfortunately be out of the area on the 30th um i'll be down in old durham north carolina if anyone who wants to uh proposition me under the duke uh, bleachers at the duke notre dame football game holy shit duke is now a ranked football powerhouse they're did you see them beat clemson on the opening night of college football no i have not kept up with uh, duke's program fuck dude fuck basketball we're going all football now uh danny dimes went to duke they got a powerhouse of a coach danny and dimes a, danny that's what dimes. they used to call you when you were selling weed in high school oh yeah it's also <laughs> when i was charging for my services we're just a dime <laughs> yep but um yeah so that's uh that's happening old budward let's let's go with that for him go support old buddy and uh um yeah i think other than that 856-617-4626 let us know if you want bowling shirts south jersey bad boys at gmail.com we'll see you next week